1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 179 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. Yeah, just quickly. Thank you everybody who rated us five stars on Spotify. There was nearly 20 people who did it, so... Really? Yeah, so (laughs) thank you. If you you haven't done that and you listen on Spotify, please do that and on iTunes. So yeah, 77 Club, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter. There we go. Perfect. Uh, Jack is here. Hi, everybody. Perfect. Um, we're covering whilst I'm still recovering from the from the weekend. Um, birthday party, surprise party. Um, a fantastic evening, apparently. I can't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been good. Um, but uh, Harry, we'll, we'll start with a very, very strange game because um, I, I, was it something like 19 minutes we had on that first half? And it, we, we've got to go to the drone straight away because it's just such a strange thing to happen. Yeah, well, first of all, pre, pre-drone, pre we set up off with a free midfield and it was a pretty boring game up until the drone incident happened. We had a couple of wild shots and it happens and you can see Cody looking up at the drone going, what are you doing, ref? Why are we stopping? And it's never happened, has it? Has this ever no. happened before? I don't think it ever has. Not in the Premier League. Obviously, the Premier League want to protect their copyright unless you get your phone out vlogging at the games like I do. But yeah, so it looks like a drone. 
just stops playing. Apparently, it was uh, Finners and Dazzling Dave trying to get more content for their vlog. <laughs> That's why I heard. I heard that as well. Is that why it is? I didn't actually know the reason behind it. I thought, like, what, not, what if it falls out the sky and hits somebody? You know, it's just dangerous it being up there. I didn't realize oh, it was about copyright. No, I don't know. I just, I've got no idea about it. But it's, yeah, it's a very strange thing to happen. And I didn't realize it was already written in the Premier League rules that if that something like that happened, the players had to go off or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's also Brentford Airport's like right on the Heathrow flight path as well, isn't it? So it's just uh, it's just a bit silly. But also, the thing is, now they've given this thing so much publicity, do you think that there's going to be people are start going to throw drones up if they're losing two 0 in a game they need to win? Suddenly, <laughs> probably it's going to be like yeah, the red arrows flying above just to get the game <laughs> called off because it, they've they've given it a lot of publicity now. Obviously, it's hard mm. to avoid when the players walk off the pitch in a Premier League game for twenty minutes. But I, I don't know, man. They just need to have a think about how they manage that going forward. Personally, I I think those things, you shouldn't be able to just buy them as easy as you can because I think they're dangerous, really, for people who are untrained with them. Um, so maybe there needs to be some regulation, but yes, yeah, bizarre. Because do you need a licence to buy one? You don't, do you? You can no. just buy one off Amazon if you want no. to. But that's, that's a great yeah. shout, isn't it? Just go and um, get a game called off for as long as possible. Um, I mean, it might have to be well, till May in some cases. It was weird because obviously you spoke about your party a minute ago, Sam. We Jack was picking me up at 10 past five and I was like, well, this is wrecking things. This <laughs> game got delayed like 20 minutes the first half and then the referee had yeah. his malfunction. I had to run and jump into Jack's car like Mission Impossible style to get to your house on time. It was it was one of those days where you know you just think that oh you need to be somewhere and just it just yeah. everything starts going wrong. It was, it was actually all right for me because I was a bit late get, getting to watch the game because I was I was out somewhere else, but I'd hardly missed anything by the time with the clash of heads as well, which did look rough to be oh, fair. Yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah. So you had the, yeah, the clash of heads, you had the drone, and then you had the refs the uh, bloody. Uh, equipment malfunction, all these things just causing delays. It was yeah, it's just a, a strange game, really, all, all round. Um, what what happened with the equipment? Do we know, Harry? No, but it, it felt similar to what happened at Brighton. Remember that one mm, as well? Yeah, Brighton, when like, Neves just, was given a death stare. Yeah, I don't know if it just malfunctioned, but you had to like change it all. It showed shots of him in the tunnel, didn't it? Having it all completely uh, removed and replaced. So it was farcical, wasn't it? And then just talking, we might as well talk about it while we're on the ref. And then he had that mad decision where he give uh, Totti Gomez a straight red, but thankfully VAR came to the rescue. What a bizarre decision that was as well. So a bad day at the office for him all round, I think. Because Gomez, did he, the challenge that got him the original red card, and then he did pretty much the same thing again about 10 seconds later, isn't it, during the actual the waving on of play? Just He, mm. he seems to have a little bit of a hot head, doesn't he, Jack? Do you know what I mean? Like It could go off the, off the rails a little bit. Uh, maybe sometimes it's a good thing to have a centre back with a bit of a. Others call it passion, but yeah, no fair. Fair. Zayce so always has a yellow card in him, although he has got better. With that. Mm, yeah, true. So I think for the two games, you have got to give him the benefit of the doubt, really, because he's been mm. thrown in the deep end in a very difficult situation, and he's done really well. But I think VAR did actually get the right decision there. The weird thing about that red card is that the ref originally seems like he's waving play on. As in, like, mm. you've got the advantage, it's a foul. But then he brings it back after the ball breaks for them and then gives him a red card. And everyone's like, red? What? Because I, I thought it was a bad tackle at the time, but I didn't think it was a red card. It wasn't, no. he didn't think it was dangerous. He just caught his foot as he slid in. And VAR said that really the contact was was obviously there, but it was so low down that it was it was rightly ruled out, really. So luckily that didn't change the game because uh, actually from the free kick they scored, didn't they think about it? Yeah. Still, that's the free yeah. team from eventually. So it did kind of change the game, even though he wasn't sent off. But luckily, obviously, we recovered. And we haven't actually talked about the football yet, but that was a that was a big three points, really. I think we, we needed to win to stay on the pace. And we put in 
uh, you know, a good performance. Obviously, it's a tough place to go, Brentford. You've, I saw when they played Man United and I watched that game uh, in midweek that they created chances. And I know they're a tough team to beat at home, but it's nice that we actually came and put, a, put in a decent performance and, and got up a big three points in a tough location, really, when we were up against it. Arguably should have been 3-1 because I've watched Dharma's goal back three or four times and I still don't think it's offside. So yeah. I don't know how they've made that call, but same old shit. And let's talk about those goals, Harry. Touch of class from Jan Martino for the opener. Yeah, and I think you've got to give a little shout out to Bayless's man as well, Samedo. A little good one-two with him. And he was involved in the second goal too. But the finish from Martino, oh. just great goal, wasn't it? And he's in the goals lately, isn't he? For not scoring yeah. for how long. Yeah. And now he's got a few goals in the last uh, few games. But great finish and massive goal at the time. And you spoke about that free kick. I think it was a weird game from our point of view because... I think we contained them quite well before the drone incident. Come out and obviously attack well, got the goal. And then it was very sloppy off the off the free kick, I thought. Um, no one marking Tony at all, although a great finish, but nobody marking him. But then thankfully, that man, Neves. Again, Samedo down the right by the way, whipping it in. I think Martinho ends up laying it to Neves. And two great goals from two lads in midfield who have just been absolutely incredible this season. And what 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 a, result, what a win. And it's not just this season because there was a, something we were tagged in on Twitter, which was from Playmaker Stats, and it's midfielders played 10,000 plus minutes in the Premier League since the 2018-19 season, which is when Wolves were back in the big time. Um, and that list is only seven players long and Martinho and Neves are both on it. So, you know, they, they played a lot of minutes, but who's played more out of the two, do you reckon? Ooh, Martinho? Martinho. It is Martinho. Like, by... Not not a considerable amount. Um, it's sort of like around the two hundred minute mark, so um, a couple of games more. But just just shows the longevity that that guy has, Jack. It, it's it's just class personified, isn't it? Just the way that he looks after himself and, and everything down to a T. It's mad, isn't it? Because uh, we've been guilty of it in the past as well. And uh, people have been saying it this season that uh, you know his legs are gone. How long has he got left? And he just keeps keeps on going, doesn't he? One of these players who I think wants to be playing all the time, even though eventually age will catch up with him. But to come back the way he has, and you've got to really give credit to probably Bruno Large in this as well, because I think he's sort of completely refreshed those those mid, those mid two in the middle of the park. And they just do look more of an attacking threat than they did for the past uh, few years under Nuno, really. And that goes to show in the in the amount of goals and assists that you're see, seeing lately. So they've both chipped in with the goals. Arguably, Neves probably should have scored more goals in the past few years than he has. Uh, Matinho usually gets one or two a season, but, you know, he's got two already uh, just in recent weeks. So, yeah, fair play to him. Uh, have refreshed them. I suppose we do need to start contingency planning at some point, though, because uh, if Matinho's contract does run out or he only gets one of a year left, we need to uh, to bring in somebody else for some competition in that place. Renato! Let's <laughs> not get on to that yet. Let's, let's, save, let's save transfers. But uh, overall, you know, it's one of those games where I think... Good, good performances. We we actually were an attacking threat again, and I said arguably we scored three goals again in that in a game. I know one was disallowed, but we got two goals away from home, which did count. And we are starting to score more, if albeit again. I still think we were a little bit shaky at the back, as Harry mentioned. Who was marking Tony for their goal? No. Nobody. Just nobody even picked him up. But he's their he's their main main guy, isn't he? Like, it's supposed to be the drone, but yeah. yeah. Although talking the defence, I was really concentrating on uh, Toti Gomez again. And although he's weird, there's just the way he plays. He looks like he's flapping, but I think he did mm. okay again. Like, yeah. He's a bit hot potato when he's on the ball, and a bit rushy. But for me, he's pretty solid. He's a bit, a bit of a beast. And he there was a few occasions where he like shepherded the ball out 
and let it go out for like a goal kick and things like that. So he's strong and I think he's done well, to be fair to him, the last few games. Although there, you just feel like a little bit uneasy, don't you, when he's on the ball and things like that. But considering he's just come in, fair play to him. He's been brilliant. And Jack, did you say he was a left-back by trade? Uh, I didn't, but I think he was full-back. Obviously, I don't know. I've not watched, watched mm. much, much grass, grasshoppers, but um, I'm guessing he can play centre-half or full-back or whether he's just slotted in because it's obviously a three. I'm not quite sure. Um but what what do we think? Because thinking about the dates here, I think there's a reasonable chance that Sace could be back for our definitely our next league game, not the next cup yeah. game. What happens there? Does he go straight back in, or is he state to claim to actually keep his place? Uh, I personally think Bruno will put Sace straight back in, but I think that would be very harsh. Um, but I think I, he would put him straight back in. Do you think I he think need he, a rest? Oh, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. I think it'd be harsh, but I'd do it straight away. Because Sace has been one of our best players this season, to be honest, to be mm-hmm. fair to him, particularly in defence. And I know it's it's harsh, but I think I'd be feel a little bit more comfortable uh, just with Sace back in because obviously he knows the system a bit better. He's more experienced. Uh, he seems to have got the silly bookings out of his game and these sorts of things, and he's improved in that. Um, and that's no disrespect to Toti because Toti is, is what you need. It's a, it's a capable defender on the bench who can come on and fill in if you need to. That's, that's all exactly. about squad depth, in it? And that's what we've been lacking for, for a few years, really. Um Anyone know what's going on with Willie Bolly yet? Is he back in training? No idea. No one does, do they? He's trying to keep an eagle eye out on all of the training videos that they've been posting recently. One thing I would say, it was good to see Neto and, and Johnny and Mascara seem to be joining in, in with everyone else. So I imagine that they aren't far away from coming back, which, which like I keep saying, is it would be a huge, huge bonus. But just on say, so they've got Malawi, uh, Morocco have. It's actually tomorrow, so uh, Tuesday. And then the final is the 6th of February. So, I mean, if they went all the way, then I guess he's going to be back for, for the week after the 6th. Just looking at this, I think uh, you'd expect them, I think, with my knowledge of African football, to beat Malawi. But then I think they play the winners of like Ivory Coast in Egypt, or no, somebody else in Egypt. Uh, it's like it's like a big semi-final if they get there. It'll be quite a tough one. Um, so I think potentially they could reasonably be coming home after the semi-final. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. But I just say I think they'll be back for the next league game. So he's probably only got cover realistically for the cup game against Norwich. Um, and it's just good to have players back in the squad, isn't it, really? Um, mm. So it could be back against Arsenal, I suppose, which is on the on the 10th. Yeah, actually. British Aviator agrees in the comments as well. He thinks Totti is a good future project. Uh, prospect, which is true. I think he is. Yeah, I think he. Is. I think yeah. he's looked really good. Um, you know, sometimes these defenders come in and they do look shaky because it is a huge step up from the mm. football that he would have been playing. And he was playing a lot of football for Grasshoppers. I think he had like thirty odd games last season. So you know, he's playing the bulk of oh, bulk of the games in that league. Um, but like I say, it's just different, almost different ball game. Um, <clears throat> well, so I suppose a man of the match. Of you got to say. Matinho, and yeah, he's got a goal and an assist. Uh, I know Neves nearly got an assist as well for the Traore one, so it would have put it close. But yeah, you got to give Matinho, ain't you, really, for breaking the deadlock and everything, and uh, then setting up Neves for what turned out to be the winner. So yeah, yeah, that, there was three contenders for me. It was Matinho, Neves, and Samedo because you can't. He, he was involved both in goals. both goals heavily yeah. uh, down the right. But yeah, I think you got to. Yeah, I'll go with Matinho as well, but closely followed by Samedo for me. Just a shout out to Samedo. Just I think he did really well for that for our second goal. The when he run got run to the byline to keep that ball in somehow because yeah. I thought that was a dead ball to be honest, and he managed to keep it in. And then ultimately that led to the uh, 
to the second goal. So yeah, fair play to Sonado. I know Dan's conveniently not here again. Do you think the the fan base is starting to warm to them, like Harry? Because he he was splitting opinion, wasn't he? Yeah, splitting opinion massively, and it's because of the price tag as well. Similar story, That's with, it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, but you can't argue with his uh, his form this year. Maybe he hasn't got as many assists and goals and people would like, especially in the league. We ain't got a league goal yet, has he? But he's he's been brilliant, really good. And lots of comments actually on that Adama goal. And I know you've mentioned it, Jack, but I, I, Harry, what were your thoughts on it? Because it just it just didn't seem feasible that that would be given offside. Yeah, well, I agree with Jack. I, I was obviously in a bit of a rush watching it and I just thought, yeah, that's onside. And then when they were checking for VAR, I was like, no way. And then you just see, as we know, the lines. It was, like, it was like an inch. And there's an argument. Did they stop it at the right time when it left Neves's foot? It was such a small fraction. And I'm gutted for Adama because it does look like he's going to leave. And what a finish. What a finish mm. again. He did a great finish against Southampton. He smashed that one in, which is a great finish. And I'll stick by what, what I've been saying the last few weeks. I really want him to stay. Really want him to yeah. stay. He's great to bring off the bench and that proved it, that goal. But unfortunately, he wants more money and he obviously probably will end up going to Spurs, which we will mention, we were talking earlier, weren't we, about, uh, is it Ryan Lester on Twitter? That tweet he put out. Great yeah. tweet saying, Wolves have got to look at this because... We sell him to Tottenham. We're strengthening a rival if we want to yeah. be pushing towards the top six or the top four. And it's such a good point. Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, it'd just be really sad to see, see him go like this. I think as well. I don't know. It's just a weird thing with the contract. But I suppose going back to the goal, I'm with you, Harry, because I know we were in a rush to leave. And as, so- as soon as that goal went in, I just watched one replay back. And I thought, that is onside, game over. And I left. I didn't watch the remaining minutes because I thought it was game over. Got in the car, turned the radio on. It's like, oh, it's finished 2-1 at uh, Wolves-Brentford. I'm like, what? How's it finished 2-1? I thought he must have given it for a foul in the build-up. But to my naked eye, immediately, and even watching it back, and he compared that to the, was it the Cavani one, where he just looks offside that was given onside Mm. the same weekend? Yeah, I saw that goal. Rashford, wasn't it? Rashford's goal, yeah. I just don't understand sometimes how this... They can be 100% sure that this is correct because they're, they're saying they're, they're definitely sure, but you're looking at it from a weird angle. What what frame rate do you use? When does it exactly leave the boot? Is it here? Is it there? And it's just same fine margins, but it's just, again, it just does make you think, oh, hang on, this is a Man United player. Let's say it's onside. Is there a bit of big club bias? And I think there is with VAR. Definitely. definitely. Um, and it's just leaves a sour taste. But with Adama, I know Spurs fans were getting a bit arsy on Twitter. They were like, uh, when we was people were saying, oh, we can't send to a rival. And they're like, you're not a rival, blah, 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 blah. But look at the table. It look at the, the table. table. <laughs> look at the <laughs> table, <laughs> lads. Jesus. Like, get back in your station because, you know, you, you play to your position and we are only two points behind them now. They might have a game in hand. We've remember. got a game in hand, I think. Or is that over West Ham? We've, we've got a couple on we've West Ham. We've got a game over, over United as well. We've got a game in hand. Gra- granted, the amount of games that have been cancelled, it might mean some teams are in a slightly false position or worse position than they look. But... I mean, if you think our two games in hand are against Watford and Leicester, uh, Watford and Arsenal, aren't they? Sorry. Um, you know, if we win both of those, we'll definitely be right on the pace. And we've got a really big Feb, really big February coming up where we play four four teams, I think, who are in and around us. Yeah. And to sell Adama now in these circumstances, after he's proved in the last two games that he can come on and create stuff and change things, to sell him to somebody who's competing for the same position just seems just seems balmy. We should we should just be walking away from this until the summer. And if it means we get five million pounds less or six million pounds less, whatever it might be, then so be it. And I just judging by his celebration when he thought he'd scored, I don't think he really wants to go. No, he's crying, isn't like, he? I don't think he's I, th- I think he's, he really loves the camaraderie. He loves, loves the people he's playing with. And I don't think there's... He doesn't have 
the air about him of a player that really wants to leave straight away. Granted, yeah. he might want to go to a bigger bigger club and try and win trophies and cement his place no, in, the Spurs, in Spanish. Then. Yeah, don't go to Spurs <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> in the Spanish team. Uh, whatever he wants to do, but. I, I just, I just hope that this is actually, if he does go, it's because of what he wants, not because of what his agents want. That's and, exactly it. And, and if, if it's, if the sticking point is just money, just pay him it, Wolves man. And if it means we don't can't sign any of the players this window, then then so be it. But if he wants hundred grand a week, then I think now you've just got to. I know it's it's silly for someone who's so inconsistent, but it's if if you've got to sell him, you've got to sell him abroad, so yeah. he can't come and hurt us later in the season. I know we've cup tied him, which was smart, but. Ultimately, if we lose out, you know, uh, by a point to Spurs for European qualification, then, you know, we can look back and they'll be like, oh, yeah, but Torres scored three, four goals for Spurs or got four assists in one games. <laughs> It'll be like, well, it. you can just point to it, can't you? Well, what, what did we do yeah. that for? Um, so that's, that'll be, it's, a, and again, uh, just going back to like, is this back in Bruno? Bruno's done so well what, with know. what he's been given. And now the fact we're even having this conversation when we're talking about a first team at leaving rather than getting a player in in January because the squad's light as it is. So basically, we were thinking of selling the Dharma and the only thing that could actually paper over those cracks is if we then use that money to get Sanchez in, but I'm not sure mm. they'd immediately reinvest. You can sign as many players as you want and send to Grasshoppers, but it's not going to help us now. Mm. And we're in a European battle, but it'd just be a missed opportunity. And I do feel sorry for Bruno because they'll soon turn on him if the results if the results don't come. Well, that's yeah. the thing, because I think you called it, didn't you, early this season, Jack? You said, you know, if around Christmas time and into the new year, we're in a good position and it'll be, well, crack on. It's it's clearly working. Um, but, you know, hopefully those those big team players will, will be back, won't they, Harry? Yeah, just quickly, though, before we, uh, I feel like we're moving on a bit from the game. We missed it because we was in the car on the way to your Sam, but I saw it on Twitter. Their manager got sent off, didn't he, after full time? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah, yeah he's like kicking <clears throat> off. He's a, he's a bit of a, a weird character, isn't he, their manager? He, he came out with that like mad interview after the United game, then he's he's had this, and he's yeah. a bit of a sole loser. Sole? Sole so, so loser. It's, I think it's quite funny that the fact he was basically seemed to lose the plot because we tried to do all the stuff Brentford did to us did in to the last us. game. Exactly <laughs> right. And now suddenly it's not all right. It's an outrage because we're trying to time waste yeah. and slow the game down and do all these things. Uh, but, you know, it was fine when they were tuning up at Molyneux and they were doing, you know, they, didn't their keeper, goalkeeper change their gloves midway yes. from the half? And then at the end, they, they didn't, the ref barely added on any time at the end, did we? We're like, it should be God knows how many minutes and it wasn't anywhere near what it should be. So now... Now the uh, the shoes on the other foot. It's suddenly it's uh, not okay, but you know it's his own fault, and it has got himself sent off now. So pound yeah, exactly. cop, pound cop, British <laughs> <Asia is cool. laughs> Um Let's have a talk about transfers. Obviously, we touched on Traore there. Um, there was a there was a tweet from Proxima Jornada. Um, Renato Sanchez has confirmed that he is ready to leave Lille. I talked to my agent. I know which club is interested, but I can't reveal it for now. I know I'm ready to leave. If a proposal does arrive, I'll see what's best for me. Is he waiting for Traore to pack his bags, Harry? Yeah, well, it, it sound, he's obviously got to be on about Wolves there, surely, because if you notice on his social media, he follows a lot of the players. He's always commenting on their stuff. I don't know if that's just because it's the uh, Portuguese Portuguese connection, but yeah. I think he'd come to us in a heartbeat, wouldn't he? Let's be honest. We're massive in Portugal. A lot of his international teammates are with us and... If a Dharma does go, I agree with Jack. You've got to bring you in then, haven't you? We can't just sell a Dharma and not use whatever money we get. But without a Dharma one, it, it sounds like it's going to be a loan to buy, which is annoying. What? Really? Want, no. Yeah, that's what the, the reports are, that it's a loan and then buy in, in the summer. Well, then what's the point? Yeah, like, yeah. Your, yeah. you like, want the cash, the don't you? You want the solid, hard cash so when we can buy Sanchez or 
I don't know. He, he doesn't look like this uh, Chiquinho, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, is in the plans because he's playing for the under-23s, isn't he, tonight as we speak, I think. So keep Adama, please. It'd be nice if we kept Adama and got Sanchez, but let's not uh, get well, too greedy. But <laughs> and Neto. But yeah. then suddenly we look like we do look like we're European contenders, don't we? Because that's squad, mm. that's squad depth, which these teams have. So I know, I just hope, um, do you think it's financial fair play coming into it and the fact that we have to be so tight? But then, but at the same time, we are spending money on players oh. that are, for, you know, not we applied for that money, didn't we? We applied early money. for that. Yeah, we we've so got, we've got it. that we, in. Got, yeah. The loan's secured, but apparently that's for uh, PlayStation controllers. <laughs> so, and probably now to rebuild the bloody bar in the Philly Rock stand. I wonder what's going to happen with that. I mean, Bayliss was sort of saying that, you know, it, it's basically a big lump of concrete, so it would have to really do some damage for it to stop games going ahead. But Jack, I think you made the point about hospitality might be taking a bit of a kick in. I honestly don't know. I mean, Bayless is the, probably the person best to place to, to know this sort of stuff. But I'd have thought if there's a, a serious fire, it looks like there's a fair bit of damage. They have to properly assess it. It might take a bit of time, but I don't know how that affects things like seating. It's, they can't um, close the whole stand, can they? So I, I read earlier, it's just the hospitality that's affected. I think all seats like in the normal stands, fine. But so, well, someone texted me on Sunday morning and said, bloody hell, walls are on fire. I said, I fucking know they are. Whatever. <laughs> 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 No, but um, it, it was a concerning one, wasn't it? But look, luckily, it's just it's like the bar and that and a few of the hospita- hospitality stuff's gone. And mm. I'm sure they'll get it sorted quick, but just means no prawn sandwiches for a bit in there, doesn't it? Like move, around it the, move around to the North Bank one, <laughs> the people who are in there usually. <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah, I mean, do we think that's transfer business? I mean, if nothing happened in or out now to the end of the transfer window, would, would you realistically be happy with that? I think I would be because we mentioned last week that Neto and that are to return in early February. So by the time we come back after this FA Cup game or the Arsenal game, we could have like Neto and Johnny available and Muscara potentially. So, yeah. But, but Adama, I agree with what Jack said earlier. I think he's more of his agent pushing for lots of money, isn't it? Like big wages because look at it on paper, man. We're, we've got to, we're probably going to finish above Spurs as bad as it is. So stay. Well, last time someone went from Wolves to Spurs didn't work out. Did it? <laughs> I mean, Thomas, I think- Thomas Frank started the fire. <laughs> pass it, pass it on. <laughs> uh, did it? Was it like a firework delivered by drone? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, not here. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did. I did see that one funny tweet. I don't know. We've just been saying how much we want Adam to stay, but I can't remember who it was. So I can't. can't oh yes. yeah. It was. It was like it was the official Wolves account, and it's uh, it said, "Oh, you know, a drone stopped playing." They sort said, "Just get Adam on and I'm to get him to have a shot on goal." That drone will be out. Drone will be out the sky before you know it. And I was like, "Very good. Very good." <laughs> That was hilarious. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I think, Jack, we might do some ticket news if you've uh, if you've got it ready. Uh, I ain't got very much. I mean, I don't think much has changed. Not much I going on. Have we all uh, bought Norwich? Norwich have we all oh, yeah, got them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're, <laughs> I think they're on sale to everybody now. Uh, well, it's definitely members anyway, Norwich tickets. Um, but, I mean, we haven't got a game for quite a while, have we? So we've got this little break now because it's a winter break. Uh, uh, yeah, the next game back after that's the cup game. Um, so yeah, there isn't much ticket news really. Apart from I mean, ha- Harry, you sort of made the point like why <clears throat> why they're having this break when they could be playing fixtures that have been postponed. And if you know, yeah, but, I think it's a good point. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought they would have done that. I thought they'd have slotted in. Well, I know the Arsenal's that Thursday night. I thought they might have slotted Watford in this week. Um, but they, they said they need to do this for years and they've finally done it, haven't they, to help the international England team. So, Also, just a quick note, I've just remembered, thank you to Josh Power because he sent the picture of that programme. Remember last week when we were banging on about the yes. programme? Yes, yes. Uh, Josh Power, the Wolves admin, he sent it over. So thanks to that, Josh. But I think he's good lad. just saw it because programmes are a bit old now. Aren't they? Does anyone buy programmes anymore? I don't think they really do, do they? No, it's I haven't brought one for years. I can't remember last time I bought one. I think it's like how much are they now? How much are they now? Are they like a five quid, yeah, four or five quid. But yeah, good to be in it, wouldn't it? So, but um, cheers, yeah, need to do that for the memento. Thank you very much for that, Josh. Um, did we have anything else to talk about? I can't remember. I think we had like a mini list, didn't we? But uh, that that Megan, I can't pronounce the second name, slagging off Jose Sar on Twitter earlier about him not saving that. Megan Rapino, the yes. The American soccer one. women's soccer captain, I think she is, saying it was Sars fault that. So she quoted the tweet of Ward Prowse's free kick, saying, "Lol, I've blamed the keeper," as if to say he should have saved it. Was it have you joke? seen the goalkeeper in the women's football? Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, this is the same Mega Rapino that um, her USA women's team lost to the Dallas under 15s boys team. <laughs> yeah. So she got know. a lot of stick. All, all the Wolves fans are attacking her for it anyway. Excellent. So we're sticking up for see. our boy Sar. He's only been the best goalkeeper in Europe. Uh, Rapino. What's her name? Rapino. Megan Rapino, I think. Uh, yeah, Rapino. Yeah. I wrote down Megan Vapone. So I got <laughs> that does not surprise Just... me. <laughs> Just on that, aren't Wolves women playing Albion uh, this week? Ah, yes. So Coalfield, give that a plug. Um, yeah, on Wednesday. Nat- I'm trying to get yeah. the, uh, the, the tweet now. The tweet up from Nag, yeah. We said we'd mention it. Yeah, so it is uh, yeah, 26th January, 7.45 kickoff, Sutton Coalfield Town FC. It's against West Brom women. Um, so if you want to head on down there. Bit well, of, I'm uh, sure the women's goalkeeper is really good, so sorry if it's like enough women's goalkeeper. <laughs> Sure, they're good. <laughs> Harry's getting cancelled. Yeah, uh, there we go. It'd be fine. A little blowover. Uh, perfect. Oh, well, I think that's it, isn't it? Is that it? Um, well, oh yeah, no, we had the quiz. I'm actually looking forward yeah. to this because it, it's, it's your tea of the oven. It's been a long time. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, that's a yeah, guess. Right, right. <laughs> it, I use the air fryer actually. No, so because obviously we knew it was going to be short this week with no game to preview, but we've got 27 minutes. Thought we'd bring back the old days and do a really quick quiz. Now the, the theme right. is. Wolves against London clubs because obviously we just beat Brentford. Got four questions each for that. But the last questions, two Wolves quotes from the 0304 season. So we'll go. I'm going to let Sam go first, but they are all mixed up. I'm still fragile. So don't worry yeah. yourself. They're all over this plot. And I will tell you, they're bloody hard questions. So don't oh, be down hard. So your questions are always hard. Yeah. No, don't blame this me. Is, it's, a, it's a bloody quiz book. Is, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Best five each then. See who wins. Oh, Sam, God. you're going to go first. Yeah. You're going to love this one. So walls against London Club. So you can just guess, can't you? You can just shout at London Club if you don't don't know the answer. Anyway. Sam's job is terrible. Like, like <laughs> yeah. it's it, it is. <laughs> so which London so Club were Wolves' first FA Cup opponents of the 20th century when they beat the Wanderers after a replay in January 1900? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let's have a think. I wonder... I'm trying to think what what London clubs have been around for that long. For that long, 1900. Yeah. Oh, mate, don't cheat and look at the comments. Okay. Uh, London club. I'll go Fulham. Oh, it's not Fulham. Do you want to guess, uh, Sarah Jack? 
Uh, someone who's been around a while, Millwall. No, right, we move on. Do you want to know who it is? Uh, please, on. that's usually yeah. how quizzes work. <laughs> QPR. 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 Yeah. I'm going right, to turn this one off actually, just in case. Yeah, you I'm going to private chat. Right, Jack. It started in 1909 10 when Wolves lost an FA. this book, Harry? It gets better. It gets this better. is pre war Wolves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When Wolves lost an FA Cup tie to them at Molyneux by 5 1. And this century hasn't changed much yet as they have knocked out Wolves of the competition again in both 2003 04 season and the 2015 26 season. But who are they? So they've knocked us out in 0304 the FA Cup and 2015-2016 and back in the day, whatever that weird date was. See, see now I'm thinking the Premier League season. Now I'm thinking this is Arsenal. Um, but you might have said the one in the nineties rather than that. So now, that's making me doubt myself. But this no Arsenal. Is it Arsenal? No. Oh, for God's sake. It's I didn't know this one when I was doing it earlier. See if anyone in the comments gets it. No, someone said Watford in the comments. It's actually West Ham. I can't remember oh, when they knocking us out in fifteen sixteen. When was that? Yeah, they did. That. It was, it was oh, like the last time at Upton Park. Yes, one was, nil, uh, we we were quite yeah. good then. It was it was the, would have been the last game at Upton Park that we I remember played. it. I went to uh, it. Yeah. Zyro was up front for us, wasn't he? Remember? Christ. Yes, we played oh, quite well that day actually. Yeah, we played quite yeah. well, and but just didn't score. Do you know who scored for West Ham? It was that Everton old Everton striker? I forget his name now. He had that really good spell for Everton, kept scoring all the time. I can't remember his name. Someone will know I'm on about in the uh, listening. Uh, right, next one for Sam. Oh my god, this one's really long. Wolves beat this London club in the FA Cup tie in 1897. 18 was getting fucking earlier. 1897. It gets better. When they still had the word athletic in their name, three quarters of a century later, they met again in the FA Cup tie at Molyneux and Wolves won again. Although by this time their opponents had dropped the athletic, who are they? So they used to be called something athletic, now they're not called that. London club, remember? Athletic. I can, I can only think of one athletic that's London-based, but obviously they're still athletic. Yeah. Uh, I told you they were hard, didn't I? <sighs> Chelsea? No. Someone said Charlton in the comments. It's actually Millwall. Millwall strange. They used Millwall, to be Millwall, Millwall Athletic. Millwall used to be called Millwall Athletic. Uh, right, no one's got a point yet, and we're on to. Have we got anything from the 21st century? Yeah, yeah. So this like, is hey, um, this is. Uh, oh no, hold on. This is an old point as well. <laughs> they do get this. better after this. This is for Jack. Which London club lost four 0 at home and two one away to Wolves in their only season of top flight football in the 1962-63 season? So a London club that only ever been in the top flight in the 62-63 season. London oh club. Christ! Let me think of London clubs that aren't that. Good. So Barnet would spring to mind as potential, but I don't know if they've ever been in the top flight. Um I think they were in the nineties, weren't they? Were they? No, I don't think no. so. Um Is that your final answer? No, 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 no <laughs> just, I'm just trying to think if I can think of any others. Well, you're making me think that was a good answer now, so I'm gonna say Barnet. No, no, it's it's late in I've, Orient. No. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's, it's in your paper <laughs> there. Yeah. That's what I right. on. Absolute classic mind games, that was. <laughs> yeah, right, uh Sam. Who yeah. are the only London club to knock walls out of the FA Cup on penalties? Oh, the FA Cup. I thought you'd get this. <clears throat> oh, I know this, actually. Yeah. I think. This is probably the only one I knew, actually. Oh, no, I don't. Well, someone guessed Dagenham for that last question in the comments. Oh, Close one. Uh... Is God, it Arsenal? 
No, it's it, it's it's Fulham, and it's remember that snow game when it was snowing really bad a few years ago when like Danny Baffinat's playing for us. No, just me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Fulham, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Fulham anyway. No one's got a point yet. That's uh, a shock, isn't it? That yeah. <laughs> Jack right. in eighteen. 18- yeah, no, no, Jack. Here we go. <clears throat> Who are the only London club that Wolves have met in an FA Cup final? We haven't been in many finals. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't get that question. Oh, this just shows how bad I am at history, isn't it, really? Um, what I will say to help you all out, look, no repeat answers, so don't say anything. Well, I'm thinking it's... Did we play? It's, it's going to be one of three, isn't it? You think? One of the big ones. <laughs> this is bad that I don't know this. Um, Tottenham. Yes. <laughs> Jack's got one. Well Thank done. God. Well done. Right. Going into round four, it's 1-0 to Jack. Oh, Tough twist, no. isn't it? Eh? Tough. Yeah. Right, Sam. Which London club did Wolves meet in in successive years in the FA Cup in 1993-94 season and the 94-95 season? And then again in the 2009-2010 season. Ooh. I, I've actually <clears> got <throat> the answer in front of me and I still don't know the answer. <laughs> I, it's that hard. I think I'd I'm trying to think when when we played Chelsea and got absolutely dicked by them 6-0 <clears throat> but I don't know if that was Mick McCarthy's last season ooh okay Chelsea no that's a tough one it's uh, Palace apparently no, no one in the comments got someone said Arsenal in the comments no uh, right last this uh, yeah so round four just a question for Jack when this London club won the FA Cup in 1946, they beat Wolves on the way to the final. And then when Wolves won it in 1960, they beat this club on the way to that final. Who are they? <laughs> I know who we beat in that. Was, that was the final when we beat Blackburn, wasn't it? Yeah, just name a London club. I <laughs> Chelsea. No, it's Charlton. That's a tough oh. one. <laughs> this last round's really good. So it, it's 1-0. So hopefully Sam gets this, but I hope he don't because I ain't got a tiebreaker. So let's see how it goes. So this round's just quotes, right? So it's either a player or a manager, and the quotes are from the season 0304, the year we was in the Premier League. So, Sam, I'll start with you. Let me just go there to the quotes page. I've got to read it out. There we go. Right. Who said this? Which Wolves striker said in 2004, the day I get my bearings in front of goal, people won't be talking about Thierry Henry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which Wolves striker from that season said that? It's just a dick thing to say, isn't it? It's got to be Alan Kamara. <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> oh, that's what I said as well. It's 1-1. One, one. Oh, my God. Dave. Once I get my... If uh, Jack gets this, he wins. Pressure. What if I don't? Uh, then it's a draw, unfortunately, because yeah. I ain't got question. <laughs> so, right. Which Wolves member of staff said so you know it's not a player so that's a bit of a clue there isn't it? thanks mate yeah so, after a rather <laughs> traumatic game against Bolton Runders he was quoted as saying I've got no qualms about playing in Uriah Rennie's charity golf event although I might be tempted to wrap my five iron around his neck <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that but then I'm thinking apart from who do I know who's not on the who's not a player from that season apart from the manager Dave Jones so is that your final answer? Yeah, it's got to be. Oh, that's right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, well done. So Jack wins. <laughs> the thing is, the, the, the actual, the actual uh, 
the, I just balls at it because the actual question says which Wolves manager sets, and I was thinking, oh, oh. there's only one manager from that year. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's coaches. There we go. That's the end of the quiz. That was a good quiz. I enjoyed that quiz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should bring it back. Apart from the really hard ones about the questions from the sixties, but yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to trawl through finding London theme? No, books? no, no. So there's only ten questions about London clubs, and I used about eight of them there. So okay. sound. Well, yeah. lovely. Yeah, bring the good, quiz little back. Book. good little book, that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I if it, I, didn't people used to turn off when we put the quiz on from the outside? Oh, no, I think, I think if, we, if, stupid we, way, yeah. if we stick yeah. to doing it like when we days like this where we haven't got much else to talk about, I think it's fine. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, thank you for that. And um, we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Just quickly before we go, I have put in oh. the title Can Wolves Get Top Four? Did we talk about that in the podcast? Nah, nah. Can we? Yes. Bit of clickbait. Of course we can. We can only few points off, aren't we? I don't think we're going to get top four, but I think we should have a push for top. Just get to Europe again. I ain't bothered whether it's the bloody Pharma League, whatever it is, well, Conference League. Then, but just... we could get top four, couldn't we? Yeah. If we win four right, points yeah. off, aren't we? four uh, points off with a game in hand. Just, just. Yeah. I, I know yeah. I said this last time as well, but we we'll know a lot more at the end of February because we've got that home work. to Arsenal, away at Spurs, home to Leicester, away at West Ham, all back to back games in the Premier League. That's that's what makes or breaks us. Those four games in February, get twelve points in there. Yeah, I'll start to believe. Yeah, um, but yeah, everyone in the comments, Mitch, British Aviator, Tors, Risky, all saying top six. So I think that's a realistic aim, isn't it? Because we got carried away under Nuno that year, didn't we? Thinking we were going to get top. Well, four. it was quite funny, wasn't it? Because one week we'd be talking about top four, and then the next week we'd be talking about relegations. So <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly inconsistent. Um, but yeah, you know those finished. Was it seventh in those those two seasons? So. No, it's just exciting, isn't it? Whilst whilst we're sort of not used to, uh, you know, winning everything, like you know, Man City fans back in the day, where they would have like torn your arm off to have a an FA Cup under the belt. So, so, so that's a good so, question. You want to you want to say it, and you, Jack? No, I was going to say something different. But go on, then. Go on. You say what you're going to say. I was just going to say, by the time we do the next podcast, we will know a if Adama's left, and b if we've got Sanchez or anybody in. Yeah. What do we mm. think? I think the most likely outcome is that Traore's <laughs> gone and we've got nobody in. Oh. <laughs> but, um, and Neto trades really on the ball. Um, so, no, what do you think? Sam? I'd, I'd love to. Oh. I, I, th- I think he will go. The way that he was crying almost when he was saying it, it was always like he was saying goodbye to the fans, wasn't it, the weekend? Um, yeah. And yeah, I can, I can see him going. I mean, will, will they pull off a great coup? I don't know. I mean, it, the, we might get someone like Sanchez, but I think I would rather have Neto, to be perfectly yeah. honest, because I think we'll, what I know in our look, we'll end up with the Sanchez that was at Swansea. So. <laughs> yeah. The, the question I was going to say is if someone put it on Twitter earlier, um, would you rather get top four or win the FA Cup? Win the FA Cup. Win the FA Cup, because you still get Europe, don't you? And you get that, yeah, but then that Toto Toto Motokoto Conference Cup, whatever it's called. No, no, no. If you win the FA Cup, you get Europa League. Oh, take that. Yeah. But Champions but, League, man. Imagine Molyneux having that. Oh, that music. Do you go straight in the group stage? I can't remember how it works. I think, no, I think uh, it'll be fourth. fourth. Not fourth, fourth, is it? You have to qualify. So and we'll get we'll get bloody for bloody. Everton did it, remember? Yeah. Everton finally got in the Champions League. We didn't let Liverpool win the FA win the Champions League and knocked them back out of it. Uh, year, no, yeah. and, but they had they had a really tough one where they had to go in a playoff and they they lost. They drew like Valencia or somebody, like somebody really yeah. tough, and they could have had some Ukrainian goat herders. Could have but, had TNS. Yeah. Um, there we go. Uh, yeah. So obviously we probably won't do a podcast next week, will we? Because there's no game. We'll do it before the Norwich game, won't we? Yeah, I think it's the 
Well, I mean, after, are we going to do one before the Norwich game? Yeah, mm. um, probably. Yeah, what, got what, what happens with the transfer window? Let's get, let's get, let's so, get yeah. the quiz book back out. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, get the quiz book out, and we'll do a transfer special, Harry. Yes. We can do our uh, our five uh, favorite Adama uh, moments, crosses that he put into the stand. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay, uh, right. We, we will say goodbye yeah. to Harry Mansell. Yeah. See you, everyone. And Jack Williams. Bye, everybody. And it is a goodbye for me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.